0: Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things new age spirituality, entrepreneurship, and embodied leadership. I'm your host, Kim Peretz. I'm an author, entrepreneur, and yoga enthusiast. If you're ready to step up, tap into your gifts, and unleash your potential, you are at the right place. It's time to claim your power hello everybody and welcome back to the claim your power podcast today i have my beautiful friend on with me claudia she is a holistic health coach and an inner child spiritual coach and she came on the show today and she's going to share her beautiful wisdom all about inner child healing so thank you so much for coming on the show i'm so excited
1: (laughs) thank you so much kim i'm so happy to be here and yeah grateful to share my experience with everyone it's so crazy having you on the show now. I was gonna tell you this earlier
0: before you started recording, because I feel like I've been seeing you on my TikTok for you page for like quite a while. And now I can kind of like see your full energy because I'm talking to you in person and it just feels kind of surreal and I really like it.
1: <laughs> oh my God, That's so amazing. That's so funny because when I found you on TikTok too, I was like, wow, like I feel so drawn to you. And then when you messaged me about the podcast, I was so stoked to actually do it. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So my first
0: question for you, it's not about inner child healing at all. I just want you to tell us and all the listeners about your personal personal journey and how Claudia today has become this version of Claudia.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Where do I even start? So I would say that my spiritual journey began probably when I was like seven or eight years old. So a little bit about me. I have three older brothers. They're 18 years older, 14 years older and 12 years older than I am. Uh, My family immigrated from Poland, so I'm the only first generation child in the family, and ever since I was younger, my family started becoming more health conscious, started really waking up to like the matrix of things like in the food industry, just like the way of thinking, mindset, spirituality, and my brothers have been in that space ever since I was growing up. So they would always leave a bunch of little cosmic breadcrumbs, which I love to call them, and would just drop seeds into my brain from a young age. So as I started getting older, I actually went through a lot in high school where I had to move schools and everything. And there was a lot of pressure from just being a teenager and trying to acclimate to different situations, especially when, we're so young being in a state of like, oh wow, like I'm trying to fit in, like I wanna be liked, like everything should be good. Um, And yeah, there was a point where I started developing like severe anxiety and depression. And I honestly like didn't know what to do with myself. I felt so lost. So yeah, growing up, I always like knew I had these passions and a purpose that I had to fulfill and Just the way that the school system is and the way we're all programmed from such a young age, I felt like I was put in a box and I felt like my self-expression was really just suppressed. So I feel like that's where the anxiety and the depression and the feeling of not fitting in and not belonging really started to creep in. And as I turned like 16, 17 in high school and life started actually like becoming real, people were looking at colleges and just talking about what they wanted to become when they were older. That's when I really like knew that that wasn't going to be my life. And I started really getting deeper into personal development, into inner child healing, because I knew that there was something underneath, beyond, beneath all those triggers that started coming up that I had to look at and I knew that it was something that was trying to teach me for how to step into my power and my path. So yeah, it's been a long journey. It started with a lot of little breadcrumbs, but I'd say I fully started diving in when I was around 18. I eventually ended up going to college to play division one volleyball and like that's all I wanted to do. But after being in college for a year, I completely just feel like I lost myself. I felt like I lost myself completely. Like, I was so disconnected from my body. That's when all my health problems really started to develop because I wasn't nourishing my body in the proper way. Like, my spirit was literally neglected. And that's actually when COVID magically <laughs> creeped in and forced everybody to go inside. And during this time was when I really, like, looked inwards and said, like, what am I doing? Like, is this really the path that I feel most excited about being on? And I came to a point where I was like, no, like, it's not. That's one thing. And another thing is that like, my health was literally suffering. So I had a whole like health and spiritual awakening. Ever since then, it's just been a journey. I think for a lot of people, the
0: pandemic was kind of this sort of wake-up call that you were either going to do the inner work and you were going to expand yourself or you were spending those two years kind of in this cycle of unconsciousness and I think it's really interesting the timing for a lot of people like your story I was also going through like this dark night of the soul right before the pandemic hit And the pandemic was something that really pushed me to expand as a person and to do a lot of deep healing work, which I probably wouldn't have even been inspired to do if it wasn't for the stay at home order and all this time to just be in my head and be in my own space. (laughs) And so I think it's really beautiful to hear you share that story, because I think a lot of the listeners back home can probably relate to that on some collective level. We all had our own experience and our own journey. But if you look back at it, it was all kind of under the same big umbrella theme of healing and connecting more to our hearts and our purpose. And I, and I think that's very beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like the pandemic was an invitation from spirit to really sink in deep into our why and really do the inner work like you said and yeah just go beyond what we were taught and feel like this is just the universe's sign of like expansion i want to
0: dive deep into inner child and inner child healing so first do you want to just explain to anyone listening back at home what is an inner child because honestly i didn't know what an inner child was until like a year ago till i was doing my own inner child work I just don't think it's a topic that's talked much about beyond maybe a psychology class in high school.
1: Yeah, the thing is, it's not even talked about in psychology, like whether it's in high school or in college, I feel like this is something, especially in the spiritual community, that becomes super important to deal with, because we realize that right now, especially if you're in the spiritual community, like you realize that it's not just this physical 3D world, it's the quantum field that we're dealing with here so all versions of ourselves exist at all times like right now like our highest self our 40 year old self our three-year-old self like it all exists at once so yeah the inner child I discovered it probably around three or four years ago and it was completely unexpected it's not something that I was expecting to come up into my life, but there was this one night where my parents pulled out a bunch of tapes from the day I was born to about when I was 10 years old. And I started watching these videos and just like really observing myself as a child. And like, there's a part of me that awakened because I realized I was like, wow, like this is me in purest form. Like. I'm here without the layers of the ego and the traumas that have built up. And I'm just purely being my essence because the way I like to look at it is that when we're born, like we're completely free. We don't have any of the programs that our parents or society have put onto us. So it's just your pure energy you're your pure essence and you're shining your light. And as we get older, there's these traumas and blocks and different wounds that build up that kind of suppress our light and we begin to hide in a way. And there's these walls that don't allow us to fully connect with who we are. And I feel like that's a problem right now that our collective is dealing with there's a disconnect. So when I was watching these videos, I really got the connection between myself right now where I was when I was about like 18 years old, and just a part of me was sad because I realized that for so many years during like high school and middle school, I was putting up walls. I literally put myself in this cage where I wouldn't allow myself to express who I really was because of these fears of like judgments, rejection of not being accepted for who I am. So the inner child I really think is a part of ourselves that's so important to get into when we're starting our spiritual journey especially because it's literally the core of who we are it's our joy our expression like that's where you find so many answers of your purpose and your path because the way i like to think about life is like follow your highest excitement and that's literally your path because you're connecting to love and that's the highest vibration and frequency. I love that. Very heart-centered wisdom just came out of you. What
0: you were mentioning about deep-rooted fears, it's super interesting that you mentioned that because I feel like a lot of our limiting beliefs, at least on the work that I've done on myself, do stem from when you were a child. Because when you're a kid, you are extremely impressionable. Like you are not born with any fears You're just high vibe, living life, like a cosmic soul. But then you have these interactions and you start to really integrate into your human experience. And then you have all these experiences that you start to pick up limiting beliefs, subconscious traumas and all these things. And then a lot of the time, what happens with people is that these beliefs stay stagnant within you and within your body. And you go years without even being aware to them. Like, I I don't know if you know what EFT is, emotional freedom yeah. technique, but I just finished getting my certification in that. And it's crazy how many limiting beliefs stem from childhood. Like limiting beliefs about money, for example. If you as a child grew up and you, your parents were always stressed about money, it is going to be a lot harder for you to believe and embody an abundance mindset when you are in a scarcity mindset, because that's all you know. And so that's why tools like EFT and meditation and affirmations really work on changing your limiting beliefs on a subconscious level. And I think it's really interesting, like the science behind it, There's a ton of work all about inner child and connecting to your inner child and loving your inner child, but there's also so much science about it and how your inner child is like this big part of your consciousness, just like your ego is. And how a lot of the time when you feel yourself going through certain emotions or experiencing fears or limiting beliefs, it's because your inner child is hurting in that moment. Like if you are feeling unworthy, what part of your inner child has had that experience that is constantly bringing up this feeling over and over and over again. And I think it's so interesting and something that I've not mastered. And so I think in my humbleness, I will say that I'm still working on that. Like I, there are still limiting beliefs that I have that I'm kind of still unraveling as I go. And I'm seeing. okay, I really wanted to call that into my life. I really wanted that manifestation, but there's a block why is there so much resistance oh this happened to me when i was seven and it's been holding me back 11 years <laughs> yeah. so it's very interesting
1: <laughs> yeah and i feel like that's where the inner work comes in and this is why it's so important to do it because if we don't question these traumas and these blockages and these limiting beliefs, then we're not going to know where they came from. And if we don't know where they came from, it's like almost impossible to really get to the root cause and really overcome them. And when you said how you're still healing, we constantly consistently have to work on to really like overcome them and just reaffirm with all, all these different tools and practices like breathwork, meditation, EFT, yoga. And yeah, it's just about managing that and staying grounded and consistent with these practices. Definitely, that really resonates. So
0: another question that I have for you is, what are some ways that someone
1: listening back home can start connecting to their inner child? The best thing that I would say to do is is print out a picture of yourself from when you were a kid. So this can be when you're three years old, when you're seven years old, just pick whatever resonates with you and start really looking at yourself, connecting and just being like, wow, like, what was I like during that time? Something that I feel is even more helpful is finding a video because pictures capture your essence, but videos really show you what you were what you were expressing and just your energy at that time. So I feel like getting a physical imprint of your energy at that time is such a good place to start. And yeah, just really connecting to yourself from there being like, wow, like, this was me at one point, so innocent and pure, and then really reflect and be like, how am I treating myself now? What has changed? Why? Why am I so hard on myself right now? Like would I be as hard on this little girl or little boy? as I am to myself right now. And I feel like that's a trick that has been so helpful for me and it's something that I constantly go back to because it's constant work. We have to stay consistent with this, as I said. So constantly reminding yourself that this little girl or little boy within you is in there is such a critical key, in my opinion, to really just cultivate compassion and love and just to be gentle with yourself. That, what you were saying reminded me of how I just
0: think we're actually, as this collective society, I truly believe in my heart that we are moving forward and not backwards. And I, for example, I was on TikTok like a week ago and I saw there's this trend going around that's kind of about your inner child. Like you show a photo of yourself when you were old and you like caption it with something and then your inner child Do you know what do you know the trend I'm talking about? Yeah, I think I did one of those. (laughs) Okay. And those trends, they made me cry because I saw some ones that were like, okay, these people like have deep inner child wounds. And I truly believe that as a society to raise our vibration and really create change in the world, like there needs to be so much inner child work because hurt people hurt people. And a lot of those hurt people have wounded inner child, like trust wounds, neglect, guilt, abandonment, and these wounds they're carrying around. And if these people were empowered enough to do the inner work and have the right tools and resources to really dive deep into themselves, I just personally believe that there would be so much change in the world just from that.
1: Wow, I totally agree with you. And that's why I'm so grateful that we're doing this episode and just co-creating because I feel like the first step in doing this is raising awareness and really putting the word out there, like sharing our stories, sharing our experience with this and how much it's helped us evolve. Because I know for you too, but from my personal experience, like inner child healing literally saved my life in so many ways. It took me out of a dark place that I never thought I'd be able to come out to it really connected me with my purpose, my path and my excitements and what I'm here to do. So it's such powerful work and I really hope everyone listening to this podcast can really benefit from it. I'm thinking I'm gonna share like one little exercise that I like to do for my inner
0: child. And then I would love for you to share something too so that the listeners can feel inspired to do some of these things. If you want to start connecting your inner child specifically for me writing my inner child a letter you know how like you'll write the universe a love letter about all your manifestations well you should start writing your inner child a letter too and really reaffirming in that letter um, like you are safe you are loved you are supported and then doing EFT with those affirmations like going through all the tapping points and just reaffirming and if you feel like there is a specific wound that comes up like feelings of unworthiness reaffirming that doing EFT to really acknowledge that part of you and love yourself anyways and then reprogramming and bringing in new affirmations that really help you bringing in a new energy and a new embodiment and vibration for your inner child has really helped me specifically EFT too. really like finding the root cause and the root wound and working and tapping through it has been really transformational for me and one more thing that I want to mention is with EFT when you're doing inner child work you might go through a round of tapping like for five minutes and you might not feel that much of a difference and it's because like reprogramming your subconscious and letting your feelings go up and then you know coming out of your energy field, that takes time, especially if this is something like a wound that has been stagnant and you have been carrying around in your body for a long time. And so I think with inner child work, my biggest advice would really to just practice lots of patience and lots of self-love, reaffirming to yourself that it's safe to do this work. It's safe to bring up this emotion and this energy and to clear it because so many of us live in the sphere of feeling we avoid our feelings at all costs and then it gets stagnant and stuck in the body and then we're back in the same cycle and so really reaffirming to self to yourself it's okay to feel these emotions and it's okay to do this work has been just amazing
1: for me <laughs> wow that was so beautifully said i resonate with that so much and yeah, I feel like journaling for me has been like the catalyst of it all because it really allows you to sit with it and like go deep into your subconscious to really question where the root cause and where all of this stems from. And I love the point that you bring about people being afraid to feel their pain because when we're on this path of expansion and really stepping into our authenticity and who we are, there's a fear that comes up for feeling the things that are hard to feel, the things that we have to transmute in order to free ourselves from the pain and suffering that's really keeping us in this box of stagnancy where things like depression, anxiety, and all these different mental health problems start to manifest. So this is where our ego comes in. I feel like a lot of people think that when you have a big ego, it's all about like confidence, like people are so self-centered or like overly confident, but i see the ego as something that's trying to protect you your ego is trying to keep you safe and this is actually hindering you and stepping into your soul's desires because the ego is trying to keep you safe it's trying to keep you in your comfort but this is where we have to face our fears and our pain and go back do the healing work and do the inner work because going beyond this safety that our ego is trying to keep us in, we're actually able to transmute that and step into our soul's desires, our purpose, and our highest path that we're meant to be on.
0: I also wanted to add that it doesn't have to be always so deep. There's a lot of inner child work that can be a lot more playful and just as efficient. Like a lot of us will have passions that we love to do as children. For me, dance, I used to be a dancer. I've danced since I was like three. And when I turned 16, I stopped dancing. And now I've realized that dancing has been some form like a practice, a very sacred practice for my inner child to really connect and dive deeper into it. But the reason I stopped dancing was it it got so disconnected From my inner child, it turned from like a small passion of me as a kid to this intense competitive sport that it's it's not what it was. It's not what it used to be for me. Dancing for me completely went separate from inner child. And now when I'm an adult, I'm really working on integrating dancing back into my life in a calming, loving manner that's more playful. That's less about how many splits I can do or how many turns I can do and more just about feeling and embodying sacred dancing and that can apply to a lot of people and a lot of different things in your life but really incorporating play and adventure into your life maybe it's climbing a tree maybe it's having a water balloon fight do not listen to somebody who is reflecting their wounds onto you do the work have the play because I'm telling you that that will connect you to your inner child so much more than you actually think
1: (laughs) Yes, I so relate to that. I actually used to be a competitive dancer, too. I did ballroom dancing competitively for like eight years. So it became so intense that I literally hated it at one point. And I started because it was something that made me excited. It was something that I just let go. I just let go into the feeling of moving my body. And over time, it just became super stagnant and just something I literally despise to do and right now same like i'm learning to let go again and just dance freely move my body in whatever way feels good and i totally love the point you brought up about just having time to play and like release shame, like do whatever your heart is calling you to do. And it's like, not that deep, like take yourself out on a date, go watch the sunset by yourself, go read a book, go get yourself a nice dinner an ice cream date. Like those are all things that really like nurture us from inside. And I feel like also really cultivating a relationship with yourself by yourself is such an important thing because I feel like a lot of us are afraid to really sit with ourselves being alone because that's when all of these wounds and pain might start coming up because when we sat when we're in silence and we really slow down this is when everything comes up but this is an opportunity to really dive into the magic that this healing work has to bring you
0: amazing I love that so i have one more question for you and it would be if you could give anyone listening to this episode right now a piece of advice about connecting to their inner child that they could do right
1: after this episode what would it be something that i'm gonna do after this call is go and dance turn on some music and just dance let my body move and express in any way that i feel without holding any shame or judgment and just letting myself go free. I feel like movement really expresses your body and allows energy to flow through you. So I would say if you're feeling called, go dance. If you're feeling called, go outside, sit in the grass, go sun gaze, really connect to the earth and connect to your heart. Sit, go listen to some music, even meditate and just put your hands on your heart really tune into your body feel your heart beating and connect imagine your inner child imagine the seven year old little girl or little boy within you and really just generate some compassion and love for yourself because that little kid is literally within you and how you're treating yourself now is how you're treating that inner child so that's always a point I love to bring up if you're ever being hard on yourself or If you're ever judging yourself for something ask yourself, would I be judging my seven year old version of myself for doing this. And usually the answer is going to be no so that's exactly how we should be treating ourselves every moment of every day and just having that reminder in the back of your head. That your inner child is within you experiencing all the hardships and emotional drainage that you're putting on them that is so beautiful i think
0: the concept of visualizing how you mentioned your inner child there are a ton of meditations on youtube that are all about guided inner child meditations and i really urge and invite you guys to do that because i've done them for my own experience and just sitting in a meditative space and really visualizing yourself seeing your inner child and seeing what thoughts and feelings come up. So being able to hold space for yourself and connect to that part of yourself again is just so, so transformational and will bring so much fulfillment into your life. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on this show. I'm so glad that you could make it and share your beautiful heart-centered wisdom with everyone.
1: Thank you, Kim. I'm so grateful to have been here and so grateful to talk to you and share.
0: Beautiful souls. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram if you have any topic suggestions for future episodes or if you would like to apply to be a guest on the show. I hope you feel inspired to claim your power today. Bye.